Welcome to Church Ahead, the weekly Christian podcast talking about big questions facing the future of church with Rev L all the way from the north of England. Episode 67, Preaching Message. Does the preacher really have anything to say? We're on the hunt for good preaching on Church Ahead. We've been working our way through some of the most talented, creative figures in the north of England. Last week we had Sally Wainwright, Sarah Lancashire and Jeanette Winterson, all incredibly talented women who've got a lot to offer culturally, but don't seem to help us get very far with what makes a good preacher. Could an opera singer get us any further? I was in Durham Cathedral for the 2022 congregation. Congregation, that's the funny Durham word for a graduation ceremony. And because the university is in such a religious place with a history wrapped up in church, it still takes place in a cathedral. It would have once been a full-blown Christian act of worship, but these days it's been religiously neutered for a more mixed range of people, many of whom would not want a dollop of Christianity with their degree certificate. I'm sat there in the cathedral, bursting with pleasure and pride. A younger member of the family was getting a Durham degree far better than mine. I never went to my own graduation, so I've always wondered what it's like. This felt like a day I've been looking forward to for half a lifetime. So what was it like? Although it isn't a church service, there are no prayers or hymns, it has a lot in common with church. The families sit on hard wooden pews. The students in their gowns process in a bit like candidates for ordination. And when the graduands, I think that's the proper word for students who've passed their final exams but not yet been given their degrees, have all filed in, the real show starts with the stage entrance of the dignitaries, representing the law in wigs and college heads and, of course, most of all, led by a wand-carrying verger, the Chancellor himself. The Chancellor of the University is the star of the show, and what a wonderful man this is. It's a sense in which any Chancellor would look glorious in that kit, in that setting. Golden tassel to the side of his mortarboard hat, red scarlet tunic with fluffy lace, and down the lapels of his black gown, gold-braided zigzags, which echo the zigzag motif on the cathedral pillars. His own self-deprecating name for himself in that role is Zigazagger, which gives you a clue to his sparkling sense of humour as a performer and as an entertainer. Durham University has had some very special chancellors, Remember, this is the ceremonial role. It's the vice-chancellor that runs the university. So for the chancellor, what you really want is a performer. In 1985, it was ballerina Dame Margot Fontaine, who I never met because I wasn't there. But I cannot imagine a better performer than Sir Thomas Allen, one of the top opera baritones of his day. I've seen him several times at Covent Garden, London, where he sang for 35 years. 
I've seen him in Mozart as Don Giovanni, the Count in Figaro, Cosi Fantuti. And he's always superb, both as a singer and as an actor. One of his many journalist titles is Britain's Favourite Baritone. But it's not just this country. He's charmed audiences all over the world. For you Americanos, many times at the Metropolitan Opera House, New York City. Although Tom never went to university, he grew up in a county Durham mining village. His life story was part of the inspiration for the film Billy Elliot, where a working class boy discovered a talented dancer and turned into a star of the dancing stage. The show begins as Sir Thomas stands tall and facing the congregation, commands the room with this opening line. My name is Thomas Allen and I am the Chancellor of Durham University. He says it with commanding authority and boyish good humour. Just that opening line is enough to move me to tears. He makes a point of saying it again. And then he gives a little commentary on how much it means to the boy from Seam Harbour to say those words in that place. It's a great start and you know you're in for a good show with Sir Thomas Allen. Then we get the lines of students coming out to get their certificate and shake the Chancellor's hand. And then the really difficult bit, at least from the Chancellor's point of view, the speech to the graduates. Not an easy one, knowing what to say to young people who've just reached the climax of about 17 years education before they go out into the big wide world. If you trawl the internet, you can find videos of some notable graduation speeches. One of the funniest is Sasha Baron Cohen in character as LG at Harvard, where he sends up clever people and teases them all about their values. Most of the audience laughed. Some of them found it bewildering. Some of them were offended. It's not an easy speech to get right. What about Thomas Allen's speech at Durham Congregation 2022? He's a man with a terrific sense of humour, but he played it fairly straight and gave the students one simple sentence of advice. His message was really just two words. Be kind, he said. He explained why kindness is so important in the modern world and his conclusion. As you go from Durham out into the big wide world, wherever you go, please be kind. I'm a great fan of Thomas Allen, and I've no doubt that as well as being a brilliant performer on the stage, he lives up to his own advice. I imagine he is a kind man on stage and off stage, a kind person to be in an opera production with, a kind chancellor who would be kind to his students. Outside afterwards, he was very kind and patient with us posing for photos. So where do you think I'm going with this one? Yes, I did slightly pine for a past where elite universities were essentially religious institutions and you would get a sermon and sing a rousing hymn and voice prayer for the students 
at the graduation. But I know I'm a minority voice there and I'm not going to fight that battle. What I can't help thinking is that the Chancellor's message was a bit weak, a bit basic, slightly lacking in content, a bit generic. Those young people have probably heard similar messages right through their education from starting nursery school. Was this really the message for their graduation? And yes, you've got me. Being in Durham Cathedral, I couldn't help comparing the Chancellor's speech at a graduation ceremony with a clergy sermon in an act of worship. Of course, we're looking at preaching on Church Ahead. And what I can't help thinking is that this congregation exemplified some of the frailty of church today. A lot of preaching takes place in wonderful buildings, okay? Not many to match that Norman Cathedral, but still pretty good. We've got lovely ceremony and ritual and fancy clothes to dress up in. Like a graduation, we mark many of the key points of life. I hesitate to criticise this great man, Thomas Allen, who gave us such a great show. In his defence, he's not preaching. He's not pretending to be anything he's not. And he does what he does really well. But when someone stands up to address a big crowd in Durham Cathedral, and we're going to call that crowd a congregation, I can't help thinking of the deans and canons who preach there week in, week out. And for me, there is an uncomfortable similarity. I think the question for us church people is, have we got a message when we gather our people at our services? Have we got anything really worth saying beyond the banal, beyond the obvious, something a bit more than they can find anywhere and everywhere else? After a Sunday morning church crawl around the centre of Manchester in the summer of 2023, mulling over how insipid I found the message preached at all three churches I'd ran round that morning, wondering what it was that was missing, I walked past the entrance to the Arndale shopping centre and I saw it in front of my eyes. About a dozen members of the Socialist Workers' Party had a trestle table with flyers and a woman with a flat, boring voice ranting into a megaphone, an instruction telling us to burn the Tories. Well, that's not a sentiment that inspires me. And if I give Durham Congregation 10 out of 10 for putting on a good show, I would give that lot perhaps 2 out of 10. But the point is this. They had a clear, simple and memorable message that you wouldn't hear everywhere else. They really had something to say, unlike the churches I'd been to that morning. Mr Preacher, Madam Preacher, if I have to sit through your sermon, I want to hear a message of substance. I want you to tell me something that's more than a statement of the blooming obvious or motherhood and apple pie. If you want me to keep coming to church, then you better have something to say. I realise this is harder than it was for the first generation of church. You had a very clear message, something like, 
You thought you got rid of Jesus, but he's coming back to judge you, so watch out. Not many of us could give an elevator pitch as strong and simple as that. And of course, there are good reasons for that. But we need to do better than the banal dishwater most preachers serve up most Sundays. We need something with more flavour and distinctiveness. Many churches I go to, on a good day, feel a bit like a Durham congregation. A glorious show, but not much message. And on a bad day, marginal content without even putting on a very good show. I expect the people who designed this graduation ceremony consciously curated something they thought was definitely not a church service. The irony is that many churches are drifting the same way. Their sermons are evolving into something that could be found in a TV advert or a primary school assembly or a posh graduation or anywhere. Unfortunately, that event was much more like churches today than they probably realise. And from the church's side, that is not very reassuring. Put brutally, one of the reasons people don't go to church is because they don't hear anything they can't get in lots of other places. Before mass media, the church sermon was your best information, education and entertainment in town. But every new innovation in communication tech makes that even harder for the church to achieve, making it harder and harder for the preacher to compete. Harder, but not impossible, if they've really got something to say. Look, we want to know what good preaching is. And I think we're getting somewhere now, finally, aren't we? Good preaching has something distinctive to say. There's a message, the substance and content of the sort that you won't find everywhere. Thank you for listening to episode 67. I think we're getting somewhere with working out what makes a good preacher. And next week, we'll really nail it as we meet Manchester's filthiest stand-up comedian.